What's up, WizKids, and welcome to our, I'm going to say this is our first official off the bench of this 2017-2018 season for the Washington Wizards. Jamoke Davis here with Zach Rosen, Chris Gary, and Jeremy Hyman, and we have a great, great guest for you. I bet you're going to know who it is if we just say best two-way point guard in the NBA. I think that That's does right. it. It's not Tim Frazier. I think that does it. It's not <laughs> Tim yeah. Frazier. Tim Frazier is the best backup point guard well, in the hope. NBA. We yeah. hope. That's, that's the goal here. But that's no, the we goal. Do, it is a special special guest from, from the best player on this team. And you know, I'd say one of the best players in the NBA. Um, Mr. Wall, which, you know, that's, that's, you know, this Wolf of Wall Street. That's what we're calling him. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear about yeah. werewolf season came from <laughs> yeah. the Kobe challenge, the Mamba challenge, a Lots lot of, of good scoops. stuff. Yeah. 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 And then we're going to be down there with him this weekend at, uh, at University of Kentucky, where he's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could be there, Jeremy. What are you, what are you looking forward to for, for that weekend? Um, well, it's going to be quick. It's just a uh, dinner, I believe, but I'll have more details on it maybe when I come back. But I'm hoping just I just You're not really want the campus. I'll, I'll might I might might see what's oh, going you guys on. Were just Lexington there last year. Too. Yeah, we've been there twice now. But Lexington, a little weekend in Lexington. Yeah, um, could be could be fun. I know Florida's Florida's there. A little football Florida game. Ooh, Ooh and I you'll like get a no you'll get a preview though. of uh, you'll get a preview from him, kind of talking about it. I think. From hearing him later on, you'll get a sense of how, how important this is to him and how special this is to him, which is really, really cool. I mean, you could tell that it's going to be an emotional night for him. And, yeah. um, you know, a lot of meaning comes from comes from UK for him, and it's really cool. So we'll be looking forward to hearing UK more from the was, event. UK was good, but I feel like he put them back on the map. Like when he that, did the Dougie thing yeah. and everybody got excited about Kentucky again. Yeah, that class, and this is hopefully something and that we'll And, of course, Chris Gehring knows this very yeah, well. Yeah, as a, yeah, as a Louisville alum, <laughs> I'm well aware of how good they are. But that class really did change. I mean, it changed the course for Kentucky, and I think, and hopefully maybe this later this year, Maybe we could dive into that with John a little bit and, and uh, talk to him a little bit more. But they really did change the culture, uh, kind of flip things back mm-hmm. for that school and, and kind of set the course for guys that – I mean, just tons of guys that we see in the NBA now. Devin Booker and Carl um, Anthony Towns. You know, the, the list goes on. There's new ones every year. De'Aaron Fox and uh, Monk this year will be those guys, no mm-hmm. doubt. Um, so and it's that- a really cool thing. Yeah, and I'm actually looking forward to I'm going to try to talk to some of the Kentucky fans down there just to get a better sense um, because the, the sense I get, and it's a little bit biased because I've been around John for almost his whole professional career, and I've seen him go back there, and I haven't seen – I know I haven't been there around the campus for all the guys like, you know, like Coach Cal might know. But from my perspective, I get the sense that John – even with all the superstars that have come after him, even before him, after him, he is like a rock star mm-hmm. on that campus and within that community. Like to me, it's even more so than like the other. You know, they, they love they love the they love Anthony Demarcus. Davis. They love you know Boogie and AD and Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, the list goes on. The number one picks they've had, and you know, I mean, shoot, I mean they have like what thirty, forty guys in the league over the last <laughs> yeah, this last eight or nine years. Um, but just this uh, this is just a feeling that i have is like there's just something a little bit different about john and like his connection with that community yeah and the way they treat him and the, the like reception he gets when he's there and it's you know and there's a, the a, you know the ad team won a title for them and mm-hmm. john's team obviously was a disappointing loss in that yeah. uh 
the Elite Eight game up in Syracuse, um, you know, which he talks about still is still the one game he wishes he could go back and you yeah, know, have that one again. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah side of the game, Syracuse, <laughs> New York. But um, I, it's just, I just, I'm really looking forward to seeing him down there again. It's always fun. This will be my third time seeing him in that campus, and and it is a special moment, you know, to be inducted into the Hall of Fame after just one season there. Yeah. It's, that's that's not easy to do, and that's part of what I'm saying in that. He's just like he's kind of on another level within uh, mm-hmm. within that Kentucky program. So it'll be fun, a fun fun weekend plan. Um, we'll hopefully get some pictures, uh, maybe a little bit of video. Um, we'll have we'll have some coverage from down there, so we'll we'll be able to bring it to you at uh, this weekend. Then we got training camp coming up next week, off to Richmond, and Jamoke's smiling. He loves training camp. This is going to be fun. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I haven't been to train. I didn't go last year, so I feel like a kid again. I get to go back to training Same. camp for a week. Uh, yeah. yeah, me and Jamoke, but we, I had a personal matter I had to deal with last year. Couldn't make it. And this year will be my first, uh, not my first training camp. I've been to many of those, but first one in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which will be cool. I'm really looking forward to the, to the week. I have my yeah. family down there. Homeland is shooting their new season down well, there. Most oh, didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Did not know that. Great scoop. scoop. Yeah, I Great got a lot scoop. planned along it's with just covering this team and the content we're going to bring on the all of the social is Carrie, media. Is Carrie coming on the pod? I'm, 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 I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's uh, gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun down there. I mean, VCU was a great host last year. I I got to go from our from our team last year, and um, you know the fans that we saw on open practice night was the the atmosphere was incredible. Um, you know the VCU band played, and the fans came out, and there was just a lot of electricity just to see the Wizards down there. And I think it's really cool. Um, we've already seen a good response, you know, for doing open practice again. Um, so Friday, Friday night. night, if you're in Richmond, come on down. I think it'll be seven, seven thirty, uh, September 29th. Yeah, Chris Gurian's going to be signing I, autographs I mean, on behalf yeah. of Off the Bench. Yeah, we'll be happy to <laughs> meet and greet if anybody's down there. But no, it's going to be a really good week in Richmond, and and you'll hear John talk about it a little bit. But it's going to be a really good week for this team too. A lot of guys um, really coming into this camp ready to go, and as as we've we've talked about over this off season, I'm sure we'll talk about it again. But the continuity of this team second year under Scott Brooks um, all those things are a lot are are a lot of really good um, elements coming into this week of training camp I think they're going to get to be very focused and, and really fine-tuned on what you know what they need to work on to get a, a strong start this season I have I have a fun game to play do you want to if you want if you want to here's the game if okay. you want to set set the the marker now we start next Monday on Media Day. Yeah. And from Monday to Saturday, the end of camp, you count how many times do you hear the word continuity? <laughs> from player, you can count player, media, um, coach. If you hear, how many times do you hear that word? Because we could set the over under. Um, I'm not. I'm not a betting guy, but if I was, we could set not at all. Set an over under. Sixty five. Play some friendly wagers. Friendly, of course. <laughs> Friendly. And you know maybe a lunch. Okay. And yeah. you all, everyone picks lunch a number. Lunch on the last day in you, Richmond. Yeah, you pick a number, okay. and whoever and ha- the amount of times you hear it, then we'll. Uh, I will. I could keep the, t- the the tally going, and then Are we'll we report back. Media day. Yes, media day definitely counts. Oof, sounds so, like a buck hands uh, challenge. It does. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, 
75. Wow, that is That's a lot. <laughs> That's, That's a lot. lot I would go with 30. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of continuity. We'll report back on the pod during yes. preseason week one. Yes, we will report back <laughs> on the total number and who wins this bet, but that is going to be my game to play because that is like the key buzzword that yeah. everyone's going to be talking about. Uh, it's kind of the biggest theme of this team, especially because of what happened around the East, that this is kind of the, the, the biggest difference here in Washington is that this is the same team. So Yeah. Uh, it'll be one of the big storylines at the beginning of the season, and then I think maybe once the season moves on, you'll start to, you know, once the other teams get get themselves together and get build chemistry, it'll become less of a thing. But early on, that's going to be talked about. No question. When you are thinking of, yes, there's continuity. What do you think there's one. is <laughs> you are – maybe like unsure about going into the season because I feel like we all just have this level of confidence that's like oh you know as, as you'll hear from John his thoughts on whether this team has the chance to go to the Eastern Conference Finals or uh, or beyond where do you maybe feel hey we still have some work to do anyone I mean the bench is obviously still going to be a, a topic yeah. of consistency uh, but I think for the bench, it's about being healthy. I don't, I don't know how much more you have to look into it. I, I think all those guys they added have had health concerns recently, but if they're good to go, and they should be, I mean, they're all yeah. healthy right now, um, everything should be great. Uh, the other thing I would say is defensive consistency, mm-hmm. um, but I think that that's just the wear and tear of a season, and having a strong bench will help that for sure. Yeah, no question. I, I I think we know what each of the bench pieces can bring. I mean, we we saw, you know, we've seen Tim Frazier score a triple double in his NBA career. We we know that he can play um, at a high level in this league. We've watched Sadoransky grow. Even we know that Jan Mahimi, we when he was healthy last year, albeit it wasn't that often, but when he was, we saw what he could come in and bring to the team. And yeah, um, and being a rim protector and and being athletic around the basket those kinds of things to help spell march in and, and, and be a productive big off the bench. All those things, if they get that consistently for, you know, the majority of the season, I think it can really change things for, for this team. And, and we know how, you know, fatigue was an issue down the stretch in last year's playoffs. The, the better the bench is, the more the, that they'll be able to tighten that, um, tighten that rotation come playoff time and, and really be ready to, to take teams all the way. Okay. Well, speaking of all the way, we have a long way to go on this podcast. Uh, Coming up next, Chris, Jeremy, and Zach interview John Wall to talk about uh, his thoughts on the upcoming season and what it means to him to have his jersey retired at the University of Kentucky. Stay tuned, WizKids. Welcome back to another edition of Off the Bench, and with us today, a special guest, number two, John Wall. John, welcome to the program. What's up, what's up, how y'all doing? John, let's get right into it. We're about a week away from media day, training camp, it's the exciting time of the year. How are you feeling? How are you, you getting ready? Oh, I'm great. I mean, I lost a lot of weight this summer, had an opportunity to work out a whole lot, didn't have to do no rehabs, had the surgery, anything like that, and... Uh, you see me, I'm looking slim, I'm stronger, and I'm very excited to get this season started and uh, got a lot of motivation. And you said it was 
gonna, it was a career year for you last year. Then it was going to be a career summer. Do you, did you accomplish your summer to feel like a career summer? Yeah, for sure. Career summer. Just being able to work out from the beginning. Uh, I took a week off just to relax. And after that, I got right back to it. Just trying to get myself in better shape, improving things I think I can get better at. And the uh, crazy part is everybody think last year was a career year. That was a career year for me, but it wasn't in my mind. I mean, I think I can get a lot better. A lot more things I can get better with, more efficient, things like that, and uh, being better on both ends of the floor. What are some of the things that Coach Brooks talked to you guys? You know, obviously you have team goals, and, and a lot of that starts with you, but with you being able to be to go full board this whole offseason and really come into camp ready to go, how does that impact now what's, what's right on the docket when you guys step in and try to improve? Well, I just hope all my other 14 guys or, or 16 teammates are ready to go as soon as I am because I'm from the beginning of training camp the first day. Uh, it's going to be a different person. You know, last year I had to ease my way in, play 30, only could work out 30 minutes out of the whole thing. Now I can go for go. And I'm um, coming in with a mindset of we had to have a championship mindset from the beginning. The first day of training camp, if we want to be a team that finally get over that hump, I think we kind of get we, – we talk about getting to certain places, but we never start the, the training camp off with that. And then if you want to be a championship caliber team or a team that get opportunity to compete for one, you have to start the first day of training camp. And I think that's the mindset I have going in. Can you tell us a little bit more about your offseason, uh, the quoted – wolf season and everything that came about we saw on instagram ball is life i mean you're really documenting what you were up to but tell us just more about what you're focusing on everything uh floaters posting up just getting in the best shape i've ever been in my life uh losing weight getting stronger um posting up making threes and uh my boy you know flay the security guard he, he came up with the wolf wall stuff so <laughs> that's what we on this whole season i'm just on a, a different mindset you know i mean i have a lot of hunger mm-hmm built off of going to a game seven, not finishing the way I wanted to because I ran out of energy and fatigue. And I'm coming in with a mindset that if I have to play that way I had to in game seven, I can get through the whole game. All right, shout out to Flav. Uh, <laughs> moving along now, I know this was such an active off season for our, a lot of the teams in the East. You're going to be asked this a lot coming up with media day. And, you know, all the questions in training camp are going to be, a lot of them are going to be about continuity with you guys. And how much change, you know, all the changes that went on with the teams you're going to be competing with at the top of the East. Um, there's no secret about it. Boston's a completely different team, obviously. Cleveland made a big change. From your perspective, where, I mean, I guess how do you, how do you, t- you know, take that all in? And does it, does it change anything that you're thinking about for this season? Or because you guys are the same, does that just make things kind of the same, you know, it's status quo for you guys with the same team back? No, I think so. Just having our main core core group, having our main core group back is going to be key for us. I think that's the head start we're going to get above those other teams you named about. But other than that, you still got to go out there and play basketball. I think our bench have got a lot better, a lot stronger. I think we all understand what we want to be, what we can be. And uh, we just all got to hold each other accountable. I think uh, it's going to be fun in practice. We got some people that's going to compete against us and make it tough for us and not be easy. And uh, we got to, we kind of got a jump start because we have our team main guys, other teams got to add pieces together. That takes a little bit of time. But in the, the day, it's basketball. You got to go in there between those lines and compete. And uh, our goal is to be the number one team in the East. And I feel like it's an opportunity to be out there that is open. How, how big of an advantage is it for you guys as a team now with this coaching staff in the second year? Obviously, there's a, there's a growing curve with any, when any time a coaching staff changes. That happened last year in addition to having some guys in and out of camp. How big of a difference is that? And like now, does that allow you guys to be – 
be maybe a little more fine-tuned with your focuses and stuff right from the right from the jump in camp? Oh, I totally agree. We, we had a new coaching staff. Uh, I couldn't be there from the beginning all the right away and trying to get in shape and then trying to get used to playing my teammates again. Then adding a couple of pieces of guys that we try to fit into the mix. And then we all just try to get accustomed to what coach wanted from us. And I think after a while we started to figure it out, we started to click. One was 17 games in a row at home. So, mm -hmm. I mean, to do that, that's spectacular. And it was exciting to come here. Every time we came here, teams walked in this building and were like, we can't win. I mean, that's the kind of thing that Golden State has. When people walk in their building, they feel like we can't win there. And that's the type of stuff you want to have. We took care of home court, didn't lose a playoff game there. And now we just got to learn how to close out games and be one of those teams that can win on the road early on. We got a test of being on the road early on. If we can take care of that, then that can help us lay down the road when we have more home games. John, I know you set goals for yourself every year. Mm -hmm. I mean, without if you don't want to go into the specifics of what they are, if you you know, you, last year you're coming off third team All NBA. The team's at you know game seven of the conference semifinals. The natural, you know, we know what the natural next progression is. But from your from your point of view, wh where are you feeling coming into this year? Like, do you have is it set in stone? Like this team needs to make the NBA Finals to make you know for this to be a successful year. For me to be a successful, year, we just got. I just want to be in the East Conference Final, get past the second round. I definitely don't want to be one of those point guards or those guys that never could get past the second round. I think get to the East Conference Final, and then it's when the first team to four get a chance to be in the finals. You can ask for nothing more than that. Uh, we was one game away from that. Uh, I have ultimate goals is being want to be an MVP, uh, first team all defense. Kobe challenged me. Uh, that's a big key. Um, all NBA first team. I mean, I think I should have been higher than third team, but you take what you can get, um, and it's something I can use as motivation. Uh, to average, I think to be one of the only other two players other than Russ and James to average 20 and 10 and then barely make third team, that's kind of shocking to me. But I've been in that position before when I averaged 19 and 10 and didn't make it. So it's not you can hold. It's a lot of great talented players in this league. Uh, and I'm, I'm reaching for those pedestals these other guys got, and that's what I want to add to my resume. And also with the team stuff, we're winning. Did you talk to Kobe at all besides that tweet, or that was just it? No. <laughs> I already had that as my goal and my mindset anyway, and then to see, get it from the mom, you couldn't ask for nothing more, and you, who wouldn't accept that challenge from a guy that's did everything you want to do in this league, win championships, be all-stars, third-time leading scorer, all the crazy stuff. You think Coach Brooks is on board for that? Yeah, Coach Brooks always on board for that. <laughs> I, bet I don't know how I didn't make all this team last year, but hey, just add more goal. fuel. All right, this is the last one for me, and I know this weekend's going to be a special one for you, mm -hmm. uh, just how close you are with the Kentucky the fan base there and everything that they've meant for you, you know, both ways. Um, so just for those that don't know, our listeners, uh, John's going to be inducted into the Kentucky Hall of Fame this weekend. Um, so, John, if you could just share a little bit about what that moment's going to be like for you, you know, heading into that, into uh, Lexington. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be very fun, very exciting to have my close friends and my family there. Um, um. I'm do my best not to cry. <laughs> I can say that now. I know my mom's going to cry, so I'm trying not to look at her when I'm talking. But um, to be a, a kid, a skinny kid from North Carolina, 18 years old, to go eight hours away drive to the first day to be on campus, like, I don't want to be here. I need to leave. I want to be close to family and friends. To figure it all out, to have a great run there with some great teammates, a great coaching staff, um, the best fan base I've ever seen, and unbelievable for college basketball, 24,000 every night. Uh, you get chills and goosebumps every time you step on the floor. Uh, play some amazing games there. Uh, then accomplish what we wanted to as ultimate goal. But just being there, having Coach Kyle there, has been like a father figure, a guy that pushed me every day. And um, 
to be there and set a trend. I think I set a trend not just for, for the University of Kentucky of getting the, the basketball program back to the top, but I think I set the, the trend for just one and done. A lot of one and done guys coming and changing the basketball game. And uh, to be recognized for that early on, only being there for one year, there's no telling what more I could have did in three more years. But I did that for one year and came to a beautiful city in D.C. where I love being in. I couldn't ask for nothing more. Do you have a speech already written out? Yeah, I got a speech, but a lot of it, man, just it's it's like little talking points. You know what I mean, a lot of it just gonna come from the heart. I mean, I think just hitting notes on certain things I did there, recognizing the right people, and I think those speeches you can you can write stuff down, but after you get to talking and get the general flowing, and you just try to be calm and poised like I am right now. Hopefully, I can be that when I'm in front of all these people. Um, Good practice. Yeah, but uh, it's just it's just gonna really a lot of it just gonna start branching off and coming from the heart. And the most part, you just hope you don't rerun yourself and you just recognize the people. And the ones you forget, I hope they understand you. You try to put everybody in on notice, but it's kind of tough. Speaking, speaking of number of retirements, just, just really quick, we just we just announced that Phil Shanier's going to have his number in the rafters. I know that, that, that you know, he means a lot to you guys. And, you know, for, for everybody who's been here now, Phil's been there since the beginning of all of your time here. Um, how cool is that going to be and um, just – kind of long overdue for this for this franchise? Um, It's great. It's an honor. Uh, everything he's doing while he played and everything he's done off the court. Um, just being a mentor, just being a legend. That's what I called him from the first day I met him. I didn't call him by his <laughs> name. I just called him legend. Yeah. And uh, to hear the sad news that he, he was leaving was tough. Um, that put even more burden and pressure on us that we wanted to win for him. You know what I mean? To see him be for, there for another game and another game. And um, it's exciting. I think it's a well overdue honor that he deserves. And um, Hopefully I can be here when, when it happens, when it goes up. All right, John, we really appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us here on Off the Bench, and we will see you on the court in about a week. Appreciate it. Thank you. See you on Monday. All right, guys, I thought y'all did a wonderful job with John Wall. Uh, he was very open about his thoughts on the team and the season, uh, guys, he looks slim. He looked really he cool does. in that new uniform. He also looks uniform. strong. I mean, yeah. you yeah. can tell he's been working out. Yeah, he's he's going to be ready to go. And I think from from watching training camp last year, hearing him talk about, you know, the fact that he couldn't really go full bore for really most of camp um, into yeah. the preseason, the fact that he's going to be able to this time. And I, I really liked when he said, you know, I, I just hope that my 15, 16 other teammates are ready to go yes, because, because yes, I am. Yes. And, yep. and that's the kind of leadership that I think everybody's excited to see. And I think that's the, it's the exact role that, that he is, is more than ready for now. And it's, it's really going to be fun to watch. I don't know if you can find a guy in the league with more motivation than what we just saw. I mean, yeah. it's pretty re- remarkable. Yeah, and you could fire up all the cliches that because this is it's cliche season. I yeah. mean, this is continuity. The, this is the biggest cliche season <laughs> of too, the year. It's close cool to throne. seventy-five. <laughs> you'll hear you'll hear all the terms around each camp coming into the year that player X is in the best shape of his life, and player Y has been doing this all summer, and he can't and wait to show off. Doing this all summer to get ready. Yeah, I mean, speaking of being in the best shape of their life, I mean, <laughs> shout out know, to Orange Theory. That's I know right. They, I know, not not a sponsor. <laughs> free, so. Not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we'll Jeremy, Jeremy's <laughs> working on his fingers, yeah. his yes. legs, oh, all the yeah. walking, carrying fingers. Wizard Digital right. is ready to go. Probably this is probably our best off season and best. Uh, <laughs> we're coming into this season. Uh, you know, this is the full first time coming in with a full four man 
four-man digital squad. All right. With one coming fresh off a honeymoon. Shout out to our director out yep. in South Africa. On mm-hmm. safari. But let us let me just get back to my point about cliche season. It is cliche season. So if you want to hit the cliche alarm, hit it. But John, might pro- he probably is in the best shape of his life. Uh, he had a diff- he, His workout was completely different this summer. Um, did all kinds of new, you know, boxing, bike riding, and things, you know, a lot of cardio work. Um, and he, he looks great. I know his attitude is great. And I think just from talking to him, you can tell we, he knows where this team can go. He knows how yeah. close they are, and now they have to go do it. So it's, it's exciting that he, you know, I think the pieces are here now. It's not really, it's not really like building mode anymore. The, this is, the team is here now. Mm-hmm. Like John's in, now in the prime of his career, which We already did DC Rising. We're on the no, DC no. family and yeah. having the family yeah. here That's for, right. to witness the excitement of this, this team's continued ascension mm-hmm. will yeah. be exciting to witness. And even for all the accolades, you even asked John Wall, what are your personal goals? And he has, he's reached so many heights and, well, and you know, been to so many all-star games and still he's still looking, not happy. Yeah, no. he's still not happy. Well, he, he's never going to be unless this team wins a title and he's the MVP of the league and of the playoffs. I think all that's, at once. That's yeah. probably yeah. the yeah. only yeah. way I think yeah. he'd ever be satisfied. And even then, he'd probably think of something he didn't win that uh, that would keep him motivated. Yeah, a video I mean, game NBA 2K versus that's right. <laughs> what his teammates or something. Yeah. Care about that. Yeah, but I mean, John. John is. He's very tuned into the game. He watches highlights. He watches the scores. He knows what's going on in the league. And so he looks around at guys that, you know, like like he said, that have what he wants and have accomplished what he wants. Yeah. And when what comes to them and what that means to them after they do those things. And, and uh, you know, so he knows, he knows what's left for him and what's left on his list. And I think, you know, he doesn't have to look far around the league to see guys that he wants to, that he wants to challenge and push. And I think that, you know, in the prime of his career now, he's he's ready to do that and certainly has a team around him that's capable of doing that too. All right. Well, you will hear from the rest of the team as we continue our podcast here on Off the Bench with Kids. We've got every player on the roster coming your way. Don't miss out. Make sure you subscribe to Off the Bench on iTunes and where else, where else we have? SoundCloud, SoundCloud and now we're on Stitcher. Stitcher yep. yeah. This is exciting. So I uh, hope you're looking forward to enjoying another season of Off the Bench as we are. All right, WizKids, thanks again to John Wall for joining us. Ciao for now. Ciao.